This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, number episode 132. I'm your host, Adam Bell, and joining me as always is my co-host, Peter Nicolaitis. How you doing, Peter? <laughs> Strong fist. Fist bump. Fist bump. Fist bump. Boom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw, the, I saw the fist and I thought it, it looked just like the uh, fist in uh, Karate Kid. Fist of Fury. Fist of Fury. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, uh, the mat in, in the tournament was a fist, which uh, that was pretty. The, did, did you watch Karate Kid the, uh, or the Co- Cobra Kai? I have not yet seen Cobra Kai, no. Okay. No. Well, if you, if you were, I mean, if you lived in the eighties, like you and I lived in the eighties and whether you like, well, I guess you would have to like karate kid to enjoy it. I liked karate kid when I was a kid Oh hell yeah! as an adult. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's okay. It it was fine for teenage me, you know, (laughs) teenage you liked the karate kid. Teenage me like karate kid. Uh, Cobra Kai is, uh, it's a, it's Netflix isn't it? Yeah, it's Netflix. And so therefore it's got language, but it's still funny. Uh, there's a lot of funny things and there's a lot of nostalgia to it since you, you know, since you saw the movie and lived through the era. So, so it was was fun. (laughs) I'll add it to my ever increasingly growing list of things to watch on Netflix when I either get Netflix (laughs) or a girlfriend with Netflix again. (laughs) There you go. Is that in your, your profile? Must have Netflix. Must have Netflix. <laughs> I'll bring you the Amazon Prime and the Disney Plus. You bring the Netflix and HBO Max, right? Well, well don't you have Hulu if you have Disney? Uh, I, you I, except at the moment, I don't have either because uh, I I bought Disney Plus um, for Hamilton, mm-hmm. and I kept it for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which was going to be coming out in. August of 2020. When is it right now? It is October 2020. And what has not come out yet? <laughs> that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and since I do not have small children living at home, I do not need Disney Plus. So, but yes, I would have Hulu and ESPN. Are you sure you haven't watched Frozen nine times? I have seen, I have likely seen all of Frozen, but not in one sitting. (laughs) I'm glad there's a dog barking here. That's great. Hey, what happened last time to my computer, the the last time we were recording a podcast? Uh, You had RAM go bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the same thing might be happening today. (laughs) Awesome. I'm starting to think it's not the RAM. I think it's the computer. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm really hoping that Apple will uh, deliver real soon on their promise of shipping new ARM-based laptops because I would like to replace this with a new MacBook. Well, really maybe nice. you could get uh, get you like a refurbished uh, Pro or something. Yeah, but I want the newest, latest grid. I, I really do want what I think will be the promise of the ARM technology. Mm-hmm. You know? but, you, but you'll be bleeding edge. You'll be on the... Uh, 
the pain. You'll, you'll get to experience the pain. You know I own a Tesla, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. Speaking of pain, <laughs> let me tell you about my calls with Verizon today. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think you listed it as go for the bronze. Go for the bronze. That's their, their <laughs> customer service plan. So just under a year ago, I bought myself a new iPhone 11. And Verizon was doing this plan, uh, promo where um, you could get a, an iPhone 7 Plus for like six bucks a month or something like that. Oh, yeah. And didn't you get your dad talked into it or something? You did. Exactly. So mm -hmm. I got that phone for my dad. Mm -hmm. Great. Okay. Everything's fine. So today I called them up this morning. Uh, actually, I scheduled a callback and they called me at 830 as they promised and um, I said, I'm just wondering, you know, can I pay off these phones early? Mm -hmm. um, you know, because actually, you know, Paradigm's having a decent year. So let's, let's, you know, get some business expenses in and just pay this things off, right? Right. So like, sure, it's going to be like 300 and some odd dollars for your phone and 250 or something for the other one. And I thought for a second, that sounds a little high. Because I thought that 7 plus thing, I thought it was a lot cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay, fine. Just let's just do it. And then I get an email about two hours later saying, oh, thanks. Now that you've removed that, that you've paid that early, we're removing this statement credit from your account. <laughs> sure enough. Yeah, that was way more. I was supposed to have paid a total of like 60 bucks for his phone. And instead they wanted to charge me like 500. <laughs> So I called them and I explained to them and to their credit, the person that I spoke to was able after numerous transfers and hold times uh, to reverse the thing. So they charged me back for that phone and they put it back on my, you know, monthly statement. So for the mm -hmm. next year, it'll be like, you know, another five bucks a month on my, my, uh, my account. <laughs> but yeah, I was looking seriously at switching over to maybe Mint Mobile or something mm -hmm. and ditching Verizon. AT and T's got their five G now. Five G, hey man, that's it's great. It's causing it is causing COVID, but still. Well, I was going to say, if you don't mind catching a virus over your five G, that's wonderful. <laughs> oh, God, it well, you know, it's <laughs> funny that you should mention uh, billing woes. So my HOA, um, they changed where they want to receive their money. Okay, they sent me a letter. I ignored the letter. I, I mean, I didn't intentionally ignore the letter. Somehow I missed it. I get a lot of letters. So, so you did what every single one of our clients does when they get a bill from us? <laughs> well, I just kept paying it. I paid it. I was well, they don't it. all do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I kept paying it to the old address. And that went on for two months. So two months, they got paid to the wrong address. And then I get a late notification. Uh-huh. I called the woman. I explained to her what, you know, I said, it looks like your billing has changed and it looks like I've paid the previous two to the old destination. Will those get credited? No, they won't get credited. They'll get sent back to you. I said, okay, so I will write you a check for, I mean, I will, I will submit a check now for what I totally owe you and you'll pay me back on these on this schedule. She said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll pay it back. So I did. And then I got the late notification this week for the previous two months. I got a $20 service charge for 
Like, and, and I was going to call and I was going to explain it and I was going to say, Hey, you know, we took care of this. You've refunded all my previous money and I have since reconciled and got it in the right place. But you know, I was like, no, it's $20. I'm just going to pay it. Uh, it, It's sad, but sometimes that's the path of least resistance. You know, that's the way to do it. (laughs) Because I was like, if it's going to take an hour of my time where I'm, I'm literally not working, um, it's worth the $20 for me just, just to pay it and just, move on with life. <laughs> it's, it's just not worth, it's just not worth the headache. And there are, pl- I, I'll bet you that that's, uh, you know, like, a, I'll bet you there are billions of dollars being used, uh, being made in industry of just like people just like, ah, I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to their credit, the second person that I spoke to at Verizon did switch things back and put things back. But the first one, you know, like, okay, technically speaking, you're right. I could drop this anytime I want. I could switch anytime I felt like it. But you should have told me, oh, and if you do, you're going to end up paying full price for a five-year-old cell phone. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Well, and this, the new iPhone is supposed to come out in October, which it hasn't come out yet. Right. Um, it hasn't been announced yet. I'm waiting, eagerly waiting for an Apple event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daughter is actually waiting for my old phone, uh, which is a brand new, well, it's a brand new 10. I mean, it's the latest 10, and I'm going to sell it to her for what I owe on it, and then I'm going to buy the the new one. <laughs> So do you think there will be a 12? What do you think it's going to be? Well, is the old one 11? I thought the new one was 11. Yeah, 11 is what I have now. This I'm talking to you on an 11. Well, I'm not talking to you on an 11, oh. but I'm looking at you on an 11 from here. Okay, so then, yes, I would have to say it. I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be a 12. Because it might be an 11S. An 11S, yes, it might be. <laughs> we have no idea. It, it might be. Round square. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? I don't Round know. Egg. I don't know. Yeah. But, but, but that's what we're calling it. So. That's what we're calling it. We're calling it uh, green goldfish. <laughs> I like that. I would buy a green goldfish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe that'll come out. You know, the, uh, I, I'm still on the last latest MacBook Pro and it does not have the ARM processor. But now right. that it doesn't go to sleep anymore, now that I turned that off, it's perfect. It works exactly the way I needed it to work. There you go. So. I remember one of the most compelling reasons and cool features of my first MacBook was the fact that I could use it and put it to sleep and then resume. And I did that on and off throughout the first weekend that I had it without any problems. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling a friend of mine about it and he was like, wow, because back <laughs> then you know, like being able to put a windows machine to sleep and resume work and stuff. That was like an epic accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Well, it, if I were just using it as a laptop, like if I were the sleep and all that would work perfectly and it does work perfectly when I'm using it purely as a laptop, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to use it as a mobile desktop. Yep. And you know, 
Mac products, I've said it before and I, I, I'm paying for it now is use it the way it was intended and not any other way because you'll yep. only be upset. <laughs> yep. You're only making trouble for yourself. So. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Speaking, yeah. of, speaking of trouble, <laughs> um, my, um, how is your experience with iOS 14 going? Um, I haven't had any major problems. I had some Bluetooth issues that seem to be fixed with 1401, mm -hmm. but I haven't had any major issues. I wouldn't say I have had major issues, but I've definitely had a number of minor issues on the phone. Um, mostly the most noticeable is, um, mail. I have customized my swipe actions. Now, being a married man, you're not familiar with like the whole swipe left phenomenon. Yeah, that was, that was after my time. Right. But generally, swiping left it has come to mean no, and swiping right means yes. Well, in Apple Mail, when you swipe right, that's the default delete action. I want it to be swipe left, like everything else. Yeah. So I've told it in settings, when I swipe left, make that a delete. It does not honor that. So I mean, <laughs> when I'm using Apple Mail, I'm still swiping right to delete. That's annoying. Wow, yeah. Um, more annoying is I have a personal automation to run every night to enable airplane mode at 9.30 when I go to bed. Mm -hmm. And another one to uh, disable airplane mode at 7.30 a.m. when I get up. Right. Without fail, one of those will work and the other will not. <laughs> so that's kind of annoying. But more annoying is watchOS in um, 701. Um, my watch periodically does not sync my workouts. And that is still happening. So it did not record yesterday's run that I did. And I'm kind of bummed because it was a pretty decent time. I did uh, uh, 10K in 54 minutes. Prove it. Average pace. Well, I took screenshots. <laughs> I took screenshots, so I can prove it. <laughs> but when I run historic, um, you know, historic reports in the fitness app, I can't prove it. And that, <laughs> that bothers me. But uh, no, I'm still keeping up that, uh, that whole 180 steps per minute. Um, my slowest run so far, one day I was having some, I was definitely, you know, like I, I was struggling a little bit. And um, I got as far as, let's see, I got as slow as, let's see, 915, 8.56, 9.46. Yeah, I'm still, my times are still way better. So 10, 180 steps per minute is definitely, uh, it's working. I've just got, a, the one thing though is like, the weather has gotten a little cooler recently. So mm -hmm. I you know, what I really want is to just compile all of my statistics. And I want to show graphs of everything like cadence, time, temperature, humidity, distance, and just chart them all out. Mm -hmm. And I downloaded a program, uh, a GitHub project that this guy put together, which supposedly will let me do just that. Except I haven't been able to get the thing to compile yet. Nah. So. That'll, that'll be my next project once I get this laptop or uh, this desktop to boot again. Okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thanks. I need it. <laughs> 
So, this week in news, we had a vice presidential debate. I was not that impressed. Did you um, watch it? I did. did I you watched watch? slash listened to it. And I think that um, I think that Pence is a better debater, and uh, also a more shameless, bald-faced liar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he said those things with conviction. With conviction, <laughs> we've we you know like the Trump administration's uh, you know like one of the most environmentally friendly whatever administrations and all the great things they've done for the environment and I'm just like well you know I didn't I didn't watch the presidential debate but Elizabeth told me just how how bad it was done and and my wife did debate in in high school mm-hmm. and you know, and I've never, I've never done debate, uh, and I've never been a politician, but I was, I was so very disappointed in the, a direct question would not get answered. Um, and I guess that's why I would make a bad politician because I feel like a direct question deserves a direct answer and not a ignore the question altogether you know, and let me go back to that previous point in these two minutes. Well, you were asked a question and it, and it wasn't one candidate did it and the other one didn't. They both did it. They both complete. They might as well have not had a moderator. Exactly. They, they, might, they might as well just had a time. But what I'd like to see, you know, I think that they should be in soundproof boxes with a microphone. Yes. And I said a, it. And I an electronic it. timer. The, you know, you know, the moderator needs a mute button. Mm-hmm. That's all there is to it, you know, because yeah. otherwise she's not a moderator. Mm-mm. She's just another person that's getting ignored. Well, and it's hard, too, because she's in a position where she's speaking to people in authority. So she can't be rude. Yes. I mean, she, she has. She's thank you, Mr. Vice President. Thank you, Mr. Vice. Thank yes. you, Senator. Your thank you, Senator. Up. Your time, time is, is up. up. Thank you. So, Your time is up. Thank you. It's not to her advantage to be rude. I mean, right. like extensively rude because yep. you, you are dealing with people of power. Yep. <laughs> but yes, I think they should put it in a soundproof box and it should be an electronic timer. So the moderator doesn't even have to feel bad. I love two it. minute off. I like is off. <laughs> that would be awesome. And neither <laughs> side will ever agree to that. No, no. Oh no. They'll never agree to that. Um, yeah. It, so I didn't, I didn't get to watch all of it. I watched about 45 minutes of it. Well, you got and, enough. Well, and, and I, he went on a diatribe about what he had talked about the previous question. And so I, um, I paused it to, I didn't really want to hear him answer the same question again. So I paused it and then I came back and I couldn't get back in and we recorded it, but I didn't watch the, it's definitely not worth going back for the recording. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I mean, it's, uh, like the whole part, uh, it's, uh, I, I, anyway, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's gotten, I don't, I, I guess it's probably not any better or worse today than it has been for the entire length of our country as far as people doing that. I, I imagine it had to have been worse before. 
<laughs> I've heard stories about like times during the Jefferson and Adams periods about like the muckraking that was going on back then. Yeah. And apparently it was pretty bad back then too, but you can't help but think that it feels like things are getting worse. You know, it always feels like this is the worst it ha it's ever been. And you know what? Maybe that's just a testament to our durability and our staying power. Yeah. You know, things are worse, and yet we're still here. Well, you know, and I, there's some things that I think that would be worse as far as, like, uh, fact-finding. I think that you could lie better 100 years ago yeah. than, than you can today. I mean, I wouldn't say a lie today in front of the entire American people knowing that they could simply do a Google search and, and find the actual facts. So Unless you can just discount that as fake news and half the population will believe you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that, that, that astounds me. I'm just like, I, yeah, those aren't real. <laughs> nope. Fake news. nope. Didn't happen. All right. So another, well, so I've got a couple other items, but I didn't want, you know, so I bought some, we've talked about the Sane Prepper. Yes. And we talked about some of the books on that. And, and so I was looking for a different way to buy foodstuffs for storage and yep. just in case it hits the fan in, in November. Yep. And I went to nuts.com and they have some really good supplies that you can get quickly. Okay. Now, it's not freeze dried or, you know, all of the, th these are the kind of things that you would have to rotate. You're not going to get a 20 year life out of them. Right. But if you're planning on, Hey, I just want to make sure that we get through November in the next 18 months, this will be a good place to get yep. supply. And I got them fast. I yep. ordered, I ordered them on the weekend, but I told them not to, not to ship until Tuesday. Right. And I got it yesterday. Yep. So, I, I, I saw that, but I also, like, I just went down to my local grocery store and bought up, like, you know, three 10-pound bags of rice. Yeah, and you could do that, too. Well, it was just the other things that I couldn't get at the grocery store, and I was really looking for some place that I could buy everything at once. One shot. Yep. One shot. <clears throat> right. So, I'm thinking the tomato powder that you got, you going to use that for, like, soup and seasoning or something? Yeah, and like pastas and, yep. you know, because now I'm not, obviously, it's not going to be Prego or. <laughs> maybe it would be. You know, maybe it would be. But, but yeah, so, so things for seasoning and soup and uh, same with uh, like the, the bread making stuff. I want to, no, I don't even, I don't even, I only vaguely know how to make bread. I remember it as a kid. But if you said, Adam, make bread or we're all going to starve, I'm like, I can make dough. It's a lot, well, if you can make dough, you can make bread, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier than making beer, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, and so I, I, one of the things that was part of the recommended things to buy was yeast, obviously, if you're going to make bread, and, and I got it from there, and I got a five-pound bag of yeast. I've got more yeast than I'll ever, but it wasn't, it, it was very inexpensive. Okay. But so how I've long got, does yeast stay good, though? It will stay good for thousands of years. They have found yeast in Egyptian pyramids. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> as long as it as long as it doesn't get wet, it will live. Because I've I I actually threw away like a quarter pound of yeast that I had because I thought it was going bad because I could swear it wasn't rising anymore. And I had kept it sealed up in a little plastic bag in my refrigerator for like a couple of years. So there are certain kinds of yeast that thrive better at other temperatures. Okay. And it's possible, like you can kill the yeast if it goes outside of its living range. Oh, I wonder so, what it So was. you may, because yeast doesn't like to be below 50 degrees. Now it doesn't, ah. it okay. doesn't mean that it, it killed it all because there's so many cells in there. It right. probably just made it less effective. There were less live ones. Yeah. But had you uh, done like a starter pack, like yep. if, if, you, if you've got yeast that you don't know how viable it is, yep. if you do warm sugar water and yep. put the yeast in there, it'll start growing and yep. kick, kick ahead of time. So, so see, that's what I was doing though. Is like I would do the starter when I was trying to make bread and nothing was happening. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I should have just kept it in the in the basement. Yeah, you, it's better to unless you're unless you have ale yeast, which is cold, right? Cold family yeast. Yep. You should store it at a cool temperature, but not in the fridge. Got it. Oh, that that probably explains it right there. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll, I'll I'll buy about five pounds of yeast then. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I got it from well, and then I you. It's funny that 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 you read the whole list and you said. I wonder about those chocolate-covered espresso beans. <laughs> oh, those, that's where you got my attention right there. And, and they are good. Uh, I like dark chocolate and I like coffee. I mean, that was, I mean, and they were, they are good. They're not just, it's not token. It wasn't a token item. It was actually a really good item. I might, I might buy some more of those from there. I don't think I've ever come across a chocolate-covered espresso bean that I didn't think was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, so so that was pretty good. So I enjoyed nuts. They're nuts.com. That was that was I guess that could be a nifty site. I don't know. But sure. Let's sure. call it nifty. Let's, Let's call that. it nifty. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And then uh so what is the definition of insanity? Well, according to some people, it's doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that that's really, I, and I don't think that Einstein actually ever said that. Was it Einstein or, I, I thought it was Benjamin Franklin. Maybe. Uh, I've heard it, well, I've heard it attributed to <laughs> Einstein. So okay. Go. Yeah, I, I heard it was quoted by Peter Nicolaitis back in 1828. Uh, <laughs> he may have said that also, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a common saying now uh, for whoever says it, but in computers, you can do the exact same thing that you did before and it didn't work and do it a second time and it works. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the opposite is true also. Yeah, yeah. Like you can do something that works and doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. For instance, swapping, pulling out all the memory from my computer and rebooting it mm -hmm. worked last week. It's not working today. <laughs> yep. uh, well, and I, I'm, I had a server that I built with uh, QuickBooks on it, and I went through the entire process the way I always do it and got through services didn't work. So I troubleshot it, did all the things that I knew how to do, and then finally I was like, forget it. I'm uninstalling everything. I'm going to reinstall everything. 
and I uninstalled everything and I reinstalled everything and it worked. <laughs> so what's your reaction when that happens? My reaction is um, there, well, my logic pops in and says, I missed something the first time I did, I did it. Either that or there was a permission that didn't get set and until I went through all the troubleshooting steps and got it set. And then when I did the reinstall, it, it did it. But it is kind of, how did this happen yeah (laughs) why is it gonna be like this (laughs) how does this happen (laughs) yeah so anyway yeah this machine is not booting anymore and regardless of what i do with the memory when i take out all of the memory it complains that it has no memory but when i put in any memory it doesn't respond at all the fan comes up and that's as far as it goes you got a motherboard yep <laughs> i got a motherboard all right <laughs> yeah. yep it's a motherboard <laughs> so the good news is that the extra memory that i bought is still within the return window oh there you go so i can at least recoup my investment of uh that the, the bad news is that um it was like forty dollars of memory so, mm-hmm. memory is super cheap right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's get the, uh, so you, this week you sent me um, a popular mechanics article on. Yes, I did. American made spy boat on secret mission washes up in Scotland. Of course, pretty that cool. was, that was the title of it. Yes. I don't know that it necessarily was a, it was definitely American made because it's an American made company. Yep. Uh, but the, uh, I did think I did do some reading on that thing and it's really cool. So let me pull it up. It's more. Yeah. Or less, no, this uh, was, this was a pretty cool little, uh, little product that we found in Scotland. In Scotland. So it, it is, it is a, it looks like a boat. Except there is no room for a person to sit anywhere on it because solar panels and antennas, and it doesn't look like it's actually very big. No, it looks like it would be like a one-seater kind of thing, like slightly larger than a than a um, than a uh, like a kayak. Yeah. But yeah. did you did you watch the video that came along with it? I did, and that was fascinating because it's got a submarine portion to it too. Yeah. So they call it, yeah, they call it the submarine and that part is awesome. But I was, I don't know when I read, I just read the, the news clip and it's talking about the submarine under, and I was, I thought it was talking about like a submarine, like, you know, a little mini nuclear sub or something like that, you know, kind of thing. And it wasn't, but it was really cool. I, I wish I, I wish I knew hydrodynamics better than I do because it's fascinating. Um, I just don't have time in my life to invest in that <laughs> intellectually, but it was really fascinating. So like you said, the, uh, the submarine under it, it looks like louvers, like yeah. window louvers. Yes. And, and they, you know, as the boat goes up, the louvers tilt down. And then I don't know if maybe they're, if it's spring loaded or electric loaded that, that it, it does something to, you know, make itself rigid 
and then it ends up pulling the boat forward as these fins louvers go up and down which i thought was fascinating well that's the thing is like it's essentially it uses the ocean's current to move itself around Mm -hmm. and so it's essentially a perpetual motion machine it it just rides on the ocean currents it's like this is amazing Mm -hmm. i thought it was funny too i watched the the video it's like it can reach speeds of up to three knots (laughs) like it's not all that fast. Yeah, it's not all that fast. <laughs> they but, say that, that it can, you know, be out uh, adrift out in, or not adrift, but out, you know, floating around in the, in the ocean for many months. Mm-hmm. So, which would say, like, more than a year. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I mean, I thought this was a pretty cool thing. I guess the theory is that it was a Navy craft that was out, you know, doing its own thing. Yeah. And, um, the photos didn't seem to show, like, the submarine portion. No, and I think, I, I believe I read that it, it, that part was lost. Got it. That so, that part had broken off. So what probably happened is that broke off for some reason or another, and then the ship went adrift after went that. Yeah. So, but, it, but it, you know, and it's a, you know, Liquid Robotics is the company that makes it. And, you know, I could definitely see spy potential, you know, market would be it would be good for that but i could also see lots of things in the the weather uh being able to have one of these ships out in the middle of a hurricane and it not be destroyed because it was you know i was watching the video it's almost in the water like it's almost completely level with the water so it could ride in some big waves and and not be damaged unless the waves were just so turbulent that they were rolling things over and over yep yeah, I thought it was funny. And the other thing, too, is like the, the you know, the um, popular mechanics described it as a screwless drone. So meaning <laughs> it does not have a corkscrew style propeller. Mm-hmm. And so that was why I was wondering. I was like, okay, then what propels this thing? How does mm-hmm. it move around? And then I found, you know, I saw the video. I was like, that's freaking weird. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, the other thing is like when I think drones, I think, you know, like, robots you know cars driving around or Mm -hmm. or airplanes i never thought of a drone boat before and i don't know why makes perfect sense yeah (laughs) so that was pretty cool so that was like oh today i learned we have drone boats and supposedly the navy makes use of these and i guess there are commercial aspects for it and stuff too so i was like all right yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, they're not as sexy as you would think they would be. N- neither are the airplanes. The airplane drones, they're not very sexy. It just kind of looks like a, a toy model that has no room for people. They um, are built for function, not for form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, that one, I'll check that one out. That, one's a, that one was fun. Uh, just cool stuff. So one thing I did not get as far as was like to try to find out like what would be the price tag for one of these bad boys. I didn't look at the price, but I saw what was all the technologies in there. I mean, that, I, yeah, I haven't a clue, but I'm, I'm guessing hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, for, for a little, you know, dinghy sized, um, you know, raft kind of thing. Yeah. That can go anywhere in the world on the ocean. Uh, yeah, wherever it wants, as long as it doesn't get too close to the shore and lose its its uh, um, submarine. Yeah, I didn't see, like, how far down, how deep do you think that thing was? I didn't catch, like, how, how long that tether, that umbilical cord is. I don't know how long it was. I would guess, uh, my, my best guess would be, like, 20 feet. Mm-hmm. 
because based on the the underwater pictures that they showed, um, you know, as a scuba diver, that looks like about 20 feet. Yep. So, um, but yeah, I mean, but 20 feet, I mean, the ocean is really shallow. Yeah. I mean, so 20 feet, it would have to know where not to go. So it'd be real easy for that thing to get caught on something. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of ocean out there that, like you said, it's not the, all the Marianas Trench, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Moving on. Suspicious Gmail? Did we already cover the computer's equal insanity part? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you're not, and that wasn't just me uh, trying to upgrade the memory in mine. No, no. <laughs> no, they are insane. Coincidentally. Oh, after I yanked all the memory and it wouldn't boot and then I put it back in and it wouldn't boot. Now I've put it back in and it's booted again. Of course it is. Yep. My, uh, my return window on the memory is good for two more weeks from today. All right. So we'll see if this happens again next week. Um, by all means I'm returning it, but I did notice that the stock memory that I got is, um, PC three, 1200, uh, 12,800 U. Mm-hmm. And the other stuff that I bought is like DDR three sixteen hundred something something. Mm-hmm. So form factor is identical, but I know the but the you know the numbers are a little off. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember. I know with some types of memory you can sort of mix and match, and with others you can't. Yeah. So I'm taking out the built-in four gigs that it came with, and I'm going to try that for the next couple of weeks and see how that yeah. works. Well, typically, faster RAM will go down, will scale right. itself down to yep. the slower motherboard processor or to match up to, with the existing RAM. Right. So, yeah, you may be better served just taking out the old 4 gig of RAM and going with the much faster RAM anyway, if especially the motherboard if supports it, makes, it. Especially if it means that the computer, you know, will boot. <laughs> There's that. There's that. <laughs> Let's hope. Wish me luck. <laughs> All right. So well, it's been running for about uh, two minutes now, just fine. So I guess we're good, right? It's good. It's good. Call it good. That's the kind of troubleshooting I do. <laughs> two minutes, washing hands. We're good. We're done. Send the invoice. Done. Send the email <laughs> right now. <laughs> Quick, before they change their mind. <laughs> yeah. Let me get out the door, just like a oh. home builder. Hey, <laughs> yeah. All right. What else we got? All right. So you you. We'd talked about QI chargers before being very inefficient. Yes. And yet, is this a follow-up to that? Um, I don't know. I thought I was, when I looked at that, I thought I was like, I was going to say, I thought we had already talked about this. Yeah, we did. Okay. (laughs) I think this was a holdover. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if I mentioned that, but on my desktop, I'll show you now, I replaced my standing uh, Qi charger with one of these little $10, um, just a stand. And it's got enough space that I can have a charging cable and have my phone sitting on it. Yeah. It goes it's also big enough that I can use it with a tablet. Yeah. So it works with a tablet and it's a little bit adjustable. Groovy. And you can like, it's adjustable there and it rotates here and here. So it's got multiple different positions that you can set up with it. So it's pretty slick. Kind of makes me wish that we still had our Amazon affiliate links. 
<laughs> except that they never would um, give us anything because we didn't get enough traffic to you know to to justify that. So, but yeah, it's a little ten buck thing. So I guess I could call that a nifty as well. That's nifty. Now you just need to Velcro it to the dash of your uh, Tesla, and then you take it with you. Perfect. No, I don't need. <laughs> no, no, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. Well, no, you yeah. could use those command strips so it can pull off. Of course. <laughs> and and bring up half of your dashboard while you're at it. Too. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else are we at? Well, you had your suspicious Gmail you had sent me that oh. was uh, based on the Gmail of, of a support account, a support account. Wait, that was from me? Maybe it was from the other Peter Nicolaitis. Maybe the one who was trying to spam me and fish me. <laughs> it could be. Right. Okay. I don't even remember what the heck that was supposed to be. Hang on. I'm digging. I'm digging. What did I send you? What did I spam you? You, you spammed me with a... Um, we are quality... The su support. It was, a, it was somebody had logged into your account and you were notified of it. And I was, yeah, on October 1st, podcast top, Susie Toes, Google, Pasky Rose, Swagos, security warning for your LinkedIn Google account. Nicolaitis Gmail is listed as Nicolaitis123456 Gmail's recovery account. And then your actual account was cleared over. Wow, I obviously had a really good beer with lunch because I don't remember any of this. <laughs> so, was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep, you sent it to me October 1st. All right, at I'm looking. 8.16 a.m. So I'm looking. I'm searching. I'm obviously searching too closely, though, because it's like searching for a label called Google, which I don't have in my Gmail. There you go. I just forwarded it to you. Perfect. <laughs> It'll be on the top of your top Excellent. of your list there. Did you get the memo? All right, I'll make sure you <laughs> let get me, a copy I'm, of that. Let me I'm gonna get Jan to print you a copy of the memo. I got oh, a copy I got, of it right here. It's right I, I got uh. <laughs> All right. So I got this email, which I forwarded to you at nine fifteen AM. Yes. Oh Susitos Google. <laughs> Paskiros Sogos Jispim, yes, yes. Security warning for my Google account. Yeah, so this is um, from some Polish person. No, I mean mm -hmm. Lithuanian, mm -hmm. which was awesome. So somebody has set up their Google account as nicolaitis12345.6 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And as their recovery email, they added my email address. <laughs> and I think it's so hilarious how many people out there think that they basically don't know their own email address. <laughs> and as Ross Perot used to say, now Adam, that's just sad. <laughs> that's just sad. That's just sad. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, these people are out there, they've got their own Gmail and they don't even know their own Gmail address. That's just sad. <laughs> Ah, so yeah, that is just sad. And, um, uh, uh, oh. <laughs> it is funny though, but you can disconnect your email address 
Yes, from... and I did do that. I was like, no, this is not the recovery address for this moron. <laughs> These are what? not the recovery addresses you're looking for. <laughs> I can go about my business on my own. <laughs> you can go about your business on your own. <laughs> move along. Move along. Move along. <laughs> Why did he say two move alongs? That never makes, you know? I, like, I don't know. He, uh, I mean, I guess he was, em he was emphatic that it needed to be done. He was ad living. That stormtrooper. He went off script. <laughs> yeah. He went off script. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, All right. Cool. Moving on to our nifty for this week. Did we have a nifty besides the 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 uh, American Made Spy Boat and Nuts.com? You have I another one. I sent you one. Hang on. Hang on. In sent to Adam. I thought I sent you a nifty for this week. Nifty shortcut. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I did with that? I was like, this looks like fishing. I'm deleting it. <laughs> <laughs> Nifty, fishing, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, and so it said share availability, and then I went there, and I was like, shortcuts to share availability. I don't know what that is, and I'm not getting that shortcut. <laughs> Perfect. So iOS, um, a, uh, a couple, few years ago, they purchased an app called Workflow. Mm -hmm. And they turned it into Siri shortcuts, which I don't understand because it has nothing to do with Siri. But anyway, um, so now they've integrated this into the operating system. Okay. This is also the personal automation, you know, thing that is not working for me that I was complaining about. Okay. But anyway, with, um, with the shortcuts, this one is one that I just found this morning, and it's called Share Availability. And what it will do is it will look you, – you specify the day – and it will scan your calendar and it'll compose a text blob of your availability for that given day. Okay. And then you, from there, you can use the share widget to, um, you know, share it either via text or email or post it to Twitter or something like that. Oh, that's cool. So for instance, I'll open it up and I'll click share availability. You ask me what day, what day do I want to do it on? Mm -hmm. So give me, give me a date. Uh, Thursday. Thursday. The, uh, the 15th? The 15th. All right. So I choose the 15th, and now it asks me, what do I want to do? I'm going to just text it to Adam Bell. Actually, I'm going to email it to Adam Bell. Um, yeah, I'll just email it to you so that I don't have to change anything. No, I want to, I want to text it to Adam Bell. Tap back. Let's go to share availability, the 15th, done. For whatever reason, I wanted to email Adam Bell instead of text Adam Bell. I will now go to messages and choose Adam Bell. And you will then get a text, boom, which you just should have gotten. Just got it. And it shows you these are all the times I'm available on this such and such time. Nice. So that's, that's a neat little widget. Mm -hmm. I know some people have like some of these shortcuts. Uh, listener, sometimes listener and, and oftentimes friend of the show, Scott Wilsey, he is all about shortcuts. I think he's probably doing like all of his programming in shortcuts these days. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you can do some really powerful stuff. But for me, I don't know, the initial learning curve of just how, figuring out how to do it is, has been a little daunting. Mm -hmm. Plus, he's doing all of his development like on an iPad. Yeah. And that's a totally different experience than the little draggy, droppy, tiny, little pinchy to zoomy kind of experience on an iPhone. Mm -hmm. So, but it looks kind of cool. I mean, it's you know, like it's the evolution of programming. And if we have this sort of functionality on, I don't know, an ARM-based MacBook, it might be kind of cool. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah. 
What about the uh, sticker mule thing you sent me? Oh yeah. So I got a, so I, I'm a, I'm an app sumo member. So app sumo sends out stuff. And I mean, I used it to get Amazon credits a while back and I think I shared that with you and you did oh, as well. I got my multi-thousand dollar uh, credits. Absolutely. Yeah. And so they send me stuff and this uh, sticker thing they sent me. So it's die cut stickers as well as other stickers, uh, magnets, uh, kind of cool printed material. They have a nice website and they're pretty, um, you know, aggressively marketing, I guess right now. Uh, mm -hmm. so they, they push this out on, um, AppSumo. So I bought a hundred sublime stickers and, uh, they're die cut three by three inch, which is pretty, pretty nice full color. I did think it was funny that they, they asked me for my logo and then they asked for instructions. And I chose the logo of mine that I like. I've got a couple of different orientations and I sent them the one that I wanted and I gave them no instructions. So fair enough that they chose to make some instructions of their own, but I sent them my, my logo with no instructions. So shame on me. I should have said no changes. That's what I should have said. My instructions are print it as it is. No my instructions are use this logo. <laughs> use this logo. So uh, what did they do instead of following no instructions? So instead of following no instructions, they, they used my logo, which is a square. And since it's a three by three square, I thought this would be the perfect logo for that. You know, and uh, so then they added, we make your IT work, which they pulled from my website. And then they put the URL for my website. So now this perfect square logo <laughs> that I kind of envisioned is now like a triangle because this text is getting bigger and bigger and everything's getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> and I sent it back and I said, please remove, we make your IT work and the, the URL just use the logo that I sent. And I, I know, I know it's shame on me. <laughs> I know I didn't provide instruction. So they were prior trying to provide value and they were trying too hard. They were trying too hard <laughs> to provide value, but they were, they, they did make an attempt to provide, <laughs> to provide value. So shame on me. Good for them. Uh, and they removed it, but there was a line that says, uh, you know, your, your revision price has changed. Oh, I was like, so did I pay for a revision? And, and I didn't. I didn't. When I got to the next page, it was the same price that it was before. But I was going to be so ticked. I was like, I didn't ask you to do anything. I just wanted you to print my logo. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to get charged for revision. <laughs> but they didn't. So. <laughs> oh, I tell you, man. You know, that's, uh, yeah. Communication. Communication is important. I didn't communicate. And I will next time. Yeah. You, uh, you did not communicate. And you, you did not over-communicate. And in this case, you, you may have been better served had you over-communicated. Yep. Yep. Life lesson. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, brother. What else we got? That's it. That's our oh, full agenda for the day. Wow. Over-communicate. Over-communicate. That's my agenda item. <laughs> cool. Well, there you go. I might, right. um, I may start watching. Oh, it's Friday. That means the new episode of the boys is out. Yeah. I'm on episode 
five. Okay. I think I'm, I'm in part of the episode five and, and <laughs> I'm all caught up wherever they're at. You're all caught up. The, uh, I mean, here, quick spoiler alert from what I've seen. Uh, it was hilarious when they ran the boat into the whale. That was so disgusting. <laughs> that, that was hilarious. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of other funny things, but that was awesome. <laughs> was the, the, the deep. I mean, he's getting he's getting so railroaded. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I know it's it's true. Let's beat up on Aquaman and uh -huh. the Aquaman type character. You know, you have no powers other than you talk to fish. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad it's so sad i gotta say i don't even know if that episode is out yet i mean it's still it's it's sunny out right now so maybe i want to go out and go for, at least go for a walk mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah tomorrow morning i just you know i committed to waking up early and meeting the running group again at seven fifteen. fantastic for my morning you know do a 5k with them out in the in the woods or whatnot uh the other night i got a, tuesday night i got an invitation on meetup I don't know if it was a joke or it was for real. One of the hosts for the local, another running group posted on meetup tonight, 10 PM trail running in the fells. Oh my. And I was just like, you know, girl, probably in her twenties, maybe early thirties posting this, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to be out alone in the woods tonight. Anybody want to join me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's safe. <laughs> she's going to get a really fast run as she's running away from the stalkers and serial killers. <laughs> she boasts like an eight minute mile or so that she's probably pretty good. <laughs> oh brother. All right. Should we wrap this up? Yes, sir. I think we should. Let us wrap this up then. So if you have any feedback for our show and listeners, we have not gotten feedback for a little while. Um, we kind of miss our, miss your feedback. So we'd love to hear some feedback. If you have feedback for us, you can submit it to us at blurringthelinespodcast.com. You can also find Adam at sublime comp on Twitter. He's also at sublimecomp.com on website. On the interwebs. The interwebs, yes. Uh, and I am at Nicolaitis. That's N-I-K-O-L-A-I-D-I-S. Uh, and I'm also, uh, yeah, at Nicolaitis. And I'm also at Nicolaitis.com. How convenient. Bingo, what's um, his name -o. It Bingo. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And on that note, I guess it's my turn to um, take us out. So I will hit the big red button. To contact either us or our guests, visit BlurringTheLinesPodcast.com. If you like what you're hearing, do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in iTunes, Google Play Store, or wherever you found us.